program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel that you're losing the battle with looking and feeling your best? Stop! Welcome to Body Balance Talk with your host, Jeannie Schmidt, along with Lucy and Madeline. Your body has an outstanding ability to heal itself and stay healthy. It's up to you to get the process started. Now, here's the show. Welcome to Body Balance Talk. This is Lucy Hewitt, nutritional therapist. And I'm Madeline Hewitt. And I'm Jeannie Schmidt, PharmD, and welcome to our show today. Here we are in our last week in January, and we're just checking in with everybody on how you're doing with your goal of taking charge of your health for 2014. And we actually have one more week in January, so a little more time there. Right. And this this is the last week of the month, and we're just wondering, and how are you doing with this goal? And if you're already sliding off track, there's absolutely no worries. Just simply get yourself back on track. And in fact, the question is not about how perfect you can be with staying on track. It's about how good you are at getting back on track when you get derailed. So it doesn't matter what it is, whether it could be your diet, nutrition, maybe saving money, staying on a budget, starting a new personal growth daily habit, maybe it's staying organized or exercising. But whatever it is, we all get off track. And maybe you get sick or you're traveling or maybe you just simply forget what it is and you drift away and not remembering exactly what happened. But what we find is that the people who are successful are the ones who catch themselves, review, and then get back on track. This is your chance to recommit and re-energize and motivate yourself. And if you simply tune into this show once a week, you will get a kick in the pants and a new infusion of information to not only inform you, but hopefully to also motivate and inspire you to move to your next level. And speaking of moving to the next level... We here at the studio, we had our very first Body Balance Nutrition Club meeting on Wednesday night. This is a new group. It's a group of special people who have completed our six-week nutrition series over the last two years. And these are people that want to meet together on a regular basis to learn more. It was a very, very delightful meeting, seeing and working with a group of people who are motivated to achieve better health. And in this meeting, we learned about detoxification, why to do detoxing, why it's necessary, and what are some practical ways to do a detoxification safely and effectively. Now, from this group, a small group formed out of that group together to go ahead and do a detox program together to share ideas, experiences, and to support each other. 
And we want to let everybody know that we have a new six-week nutrition series starting next Saturday, January 31st at 10.15 a.m. And we do have a few spaces left. If you're interested in taking this series, call the studio at 612-866-0832 if you would like to join the series. And after you've completed the series, then you're eligible to join our nutrition club as an inside member. So today on the radio show, we thought we would go ahead and share some of this information on detoxification with you, our radio show listeners. And we're taking callers today at, what number is that? one 472 And you can also email us at info at mybodybalancenutrition.com. And in speaking about detoxification... We've brought up this topic over the last few years, and I've heard from a number of people that they say, well, Jeannie, you know, I think that you're a little bit misinformed because maybe you don't understand that we have bodies that are already meant to do detoxification, that that's already built into our bodies. And, you know, that those people are exactly correct. We actually do have systems in our bodies that are meant for detoxification. So they're, they're absolutely correct when they say that. And we're going to even be discussing these methods today. But, but what some people don't understand is that we, we didn't used to have this number of toxins in the environment. So the forms that we are already built in with in our bodies for detoxifying, that's great for maybe a 100 years ago. But the environment that we're living in today with all of the environmental toxins, our bodies simply cannot keep up. And so that's why we have an advent of people doing cleanses and detoxification. So I, I would beg to differ with those people and say, yes, I agree with you on one hand, but on the other hand, I think that we can see that with the sickness in the world and how people are feeling, that we do absolutely need to go out of our way and do something to assist our bodies in detoxification. And that we're living in unprecedented times now with a myriad of the toxins in the air, the toxins in the water, the toxins in the food, and even in utero. Babies are now born with over 200 different toxic chemicals already in their bodies at birth. And the average person, just like you and me, we have over 700 different toxic chemicals in our bodies. And so it's not a matter of if you have the toxins. The question is how much do you have and how much are you affected by those? It's been conservatively estimated that at least 25% of the global disease burden is related to environmental toxins. And researchers have found that the human skeleton contains 500 to 1,000 times more lead than people existing before our industrialized age. Now, it's not only this excess of environmental toxins that's causing the problem, but it's also because we're not as good at detoxifying because most everybody is dealing with excessive stress a diet of sugar and processed foods, and we have produce that does not contain the minerals that it once contained when our soil and our land was rich. 
if we look at stress in the form of nutritional stress, physical stress, emotional stress, and mental stress, this depletes our minerals that are necessary for detoxification. So I'm just going to back up just a bit here and just a quick discussion about stress knowing that this isn't only an emotional issue. If you're eating foods like, say, uh, rancid fats, bad fats, trans fats, or you're eating a lot of processed foods or sugar, that's giving nutritional stress on your body. That would also include eating foods that your body does not react well to. So, for instance, if you know, oh, tomatoes don't really react well with me, but I just eat those anyway, And maybe I just take some antacids or I take a little ibuprofen and then I can just get by. Or maybe say that you say, oh, dairy foods don't react well with me. And so I just I just take a couple of over-the-counter medications just to counter that because I really like eating my cottage cheese or ice cream. When you continue to eat foods that don't react well with you, that creates a nutritional stress in your body. And any form of stress, whether it's nutritional or physical, physical stress could be that you're dealing with pain every day, having maybe joint pain or pain of fibromyalgia. That's creating a stress environment in your body. Or say that it is emotional stress for you, that you're very unhappy in a relationship or you're unhappy with your career or your job. Or say that you're just working too much and you're very, very stressed out or you're not sleeping at night. All of those things are creating a stress reaction in your body. When you have that excessive stress reaction that a lot of us live with day in and day out, that actually depletes your minerals. And minerals are critical in detoxification. So detoxification that we'll discuss in a little bit going through your liver, your liver will be biotransforming and metabolizing all kinds of different chemicals and it needs enzymes and it needs minerals in order to do that. And when you're under excessive stress, like most people are, you're depleting your minerals on a regular basis. And one of the main minerals that gets depleted when we're under excessive stress is magnesium. And magnesium would be one of those minerals that in past times, like maybe 100 or 50 years ago, we could get a lot of magnesium from vegetables because we had some rich soil that they were grown in. Now the magnesium level just isn't quite as high in those vegetables or fruits. So not only are we not taking in the minerals, but we're using up minerals faster because we live in this environment of stress. Not only uh, the nutritional stress, but the physical stress, but it's the, the lack of sleep and all of the stress that that goes around us. And one thing that's interesting, too, about stress is that, that it does deplete magnesium. And when you have plenty of magnesium, that helps you to deal with stress better. And so it becomes a cyclic problem where you have stress, it depletes your magnesium, now you have less magnesium on board so you don't handle stress as well. And so you have more stress, it depletes the magnesium even more. And so it gets into this spiraling down cycle and then we start to see effects on people's health. One of the things that you can do with this one single particular issue is take supplemental magnesium. 
Now, that could be in the form of something as simple as an Epsom salt bath, which is magnesium sulfate. But you just need to make sure that you put enough in the bathtub, one or two cups of Epsom salts, not just a little tablespoon or two. And then you get that to dissolve in the bath and soak in the bath for at least 20 minutes. And that magnesium will actually be absorbed through your skin. Another way would be to use something from a company called Ancient Minerals. They make a wonderful product of magnesium gel or magnesium oil that you just slather all over your body, leave it on about 20 minutes, and then you shower it off. And you can do that maybe twice a day in the morning and do it at night. And one of the wonderful things about either using the magnesium gel at night or taking your magnesium sulfate bath or Epsom salts bath at night is that for most people it helps you to sleep better. So you put magnesium into your body, but it also can help relax the muscles and help you get a better night's sleep. So that would be something that everybody could start doing right now is start to increase your magnesium in your body. And now just remembering that uh, most everybody is going to be magnesium deficient. So if you're wondering, I wonder if I'm magnesium deficient. We can pretty much say that everybody's going to be magnesium deficient unless you've been expending a lot of effort to replace magnesium in your body. So that would be the number one thing for people maybe to start doing in terms of detoxification is increase your magnesium level. That's going to help your liver to detoxify chemicals a whole lot better. And of course, it's not only magnesium we want to be thinking about all of the minerals, so increasing your intake of all vegetables and considering taking a multivitamin mineral supplement as well. That's going to be very, very helpful. Now on to the other part about eating excess of sugar and processed foods that contain all kinds of these other chemicals. When your diet contains those sorts of foods, In order for your body to process that through, it also uses up a lot of magnesium and zinc and other minerals. So just by virtue of taking those foods out of your diet, you're already improving your mineral status in your body. So we've seen already increase your vegetable intake, decrease your sugar and processed foods. That's already going to help you better uh, detoxify chemicals from the environment. Now, We've seen an explosion in many, many disease states and conditions in the last 40 to 50 years. And for instance, one of those might be ADHD or ADD. And it's been determined that the most common environmental risk factors for ADHD are prenatal toxin exposure, heavy metal and chemical exposure, and nutritional factors. Toxins also play a big role in diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune disease, and cancer. Now, if we look at the underlying problem with environmental toxins, we see that there's a common factor in these toxins' ability to disrupt and damage mitochondria. So I'm wondering who out on the radio show remembers what mitochondria are. I know I can't hear you and you're not calling in, so I'm just going to answer the question. Mitochondria are found inside of every single cell in your body. And the mitochondria are responsible for making ATP or energy for your body. And what's important to know is that 
every cell has mitochondria, but some cells have a whole lot more. So, for instance, in your stomach, you have these special cells that make pepsin and hydrochloric acid that help you to break down and digest proteins that you eat. And those cells are absolutely loaded with mitochondria. It takes an enormous amount of energy for those cells to manufacture hydrochloric acid and pepsin. And so if we look at a body that's filled with environmental toxins, which is pretty much all of us, one of the first place that toxins affect with these mitochondria is the number of mitochondria in those cells in your stomach. So we can see that there's a direct correlation between environmental toxins and your ability to break down proteins and other foods that you eat. And then you might wonder, well, what is the big deal about that? Well, one of the big issues in this country here in the U.S. is actually malnutrition. And it seems a little bit odd because maybe you look around and go, well, nobody in the U.S. has malnutrition because I see that most people are overweight and or obese. And so it would seem like those people people actually have plenty of nutrition when in fact that's not the case at all. Maybe they do have excessive fat, but most of those people are going to have a lack of nutrients at the cellular level. And by nutrients, I mean like the magnesium, the zinc, the vitamins, all of the things that are really going to make the cell work properly. That Yes, we have an excess of nutrition in the terms of carbohydrates and sugar and processed foods and chemicals, but none of those are the things that actually are going to be fueling your cells. And so if we just take that back to the level of digestion in your stomach, it's going to be very important that your stomach and those special cells called parietal cells have plenty of mitochondria in them so that you can produce the hydrochloric acid it takes to break down your food. The other thing that occurs in your stomach that takes mitochondria is actually the absorption of minerals and vitamins. That happens at the level of the stomach. And one of the special ones is going to be the group of B vitamins. And if if you don't have enough mitochondria that are in those cells in your stomach, you have a lot of trouble actually absorbing the B vitamins. And B vitamins are critical for good mood and for lack of depression and for energy in your body. And so we can see that many, many, many people have trouble with an energy level. Many, many people have trouble with depression and mood disorders and anxiety. And there are many different reasons for that, but one great big reason is actually a lack of ability to absorb nutrients at the level of the stomach directly related to environmental toxins that are damaging the mitochondria necessary for you to actually absorb those nutrients at the level of the stomach. Now, it looks like it's time for us to go on a break. It is. So we'll be back in a moment. And remember, everybody, we're taking callers. Call 1-866-472-5792. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. 
The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the Cancer Coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine, navigating the cancer maze with host Grace Goller. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Body Balance Talk. To reach us with your questions and comments, please call into the program today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at mybodybalancenutrition.com. Now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back to Body Balance Talk. This is Lucy along with Madeline and Jeannie. And I want to remind everybody to mark your calendar for next Friday, January 31st, when Michael Larson will be our special guest. He'll be on the show to talk with us about gut bacteria, health, and autism. It should be a great discussion. So now let's just continue our discussion on detoxification. Yes, and before the break, we were just talking about this problem with environmental toxins and how they disrupt and they damage mitochondria and how you have this abundance of mitochondria in the cells in your stomach that help you to digest food, but also to absorb minerals and absorb various vitamins. And so I was just mentioning about the inability to absorb the B vitamins if you don't have enough HCL in your stomach because that was damage because of the uh, environmental toxins. So what I'm hoping that everybody's understanding is that it's a little bit like a dot to dot to dot to dot, that the environmental toxins cause damage to the mitochondria and the mitochondria in the stomach when they're decreased, then your body cannot make enough HCL in order to digest food and absorb nutrients. And one of the other nutrients that you have trouble absorbing would be some of the minerals such as calcium and zinc, and then also magnesium. So we can see that if you're not absorbing calcium optimally, that can lead to trouble with bone density issues over time. And that actually can happen relatively quickly for people. And zinc, which is involved in many, many different reactions, including detoxification, but it's also involved in your immune status and your ability to fight off viruses and bacteria. And so ideally, we would like to be able to eat food and be able to absorb all of those nutrients from the food. And we can see that environmental toxins actually damage that ability. 
And then there's something else that really affects a lot of people, and that's gastroesophageal reflux. And uh, many, many, many people suffer from this where you have that acid that goes right up into your throat and have a burning sensation. And so many, many people end up on medications for this. But one of the problems there is that those medications shut down your ability completely to produce acid. And so it compounds the problem of not being able to absorb your vitamins and minerals and break down proteins as well as if you had that acid in your stomach. So what we see is when we work with clients individually or maybe in groups to do detoxification, you can actually start to increase the number of mitochondria back in your cells and improve your ability to digest the proteins and also your ability to absorb those minerals and those vitamins. So you can see that once you're absorbing calcium, that's going to be good for your bone density. Once you're absorbing the B vitamins, that's great for your moods and your energy level. Once you're absorbing the zinc, that's going to help you with your immune status and detoxification and same with magnesium. And then you're also going to be able to break down those proteins and bring proteins into your body so that you can actually hang on to muscle or even build muscle and stay with a healthy body growing even into old age. And so getting back to these mitochondria, I was just giving you the one example of the mitochondria in the cells in your stomach. But you have an abundance of mitochondria other places. And one of those would also be to pump your heart. So obviously your heart is pumping, pumping, pumping. It doesn't just take a break even when you go to sleep. And everybody knows that. But you need mitochondria to be able to do that. And people that maybe elderly people that start having trouble with uh, pumping the heart and maybe congestive heart failure, part of that, that's multifactorial, but part of that can be a loss of mitochondria in the heart muscle cells themselves. And so we can see that if we can decrease that toxin load in your body, your body can actually generate more mitochondria. And now I'm going to mention that there's also another way for you to increase mitochondria inside of your cells. And if you were on the radio show last week, at the very end, we did a Tabata. And when you do Tabata exercise and really any sort of high-intensity exercise, that's another way that you can increase mitochondria within your cells. And that's why when you personally you start doing some sort of exercise that's somewhat high intensity, even lifting heavy weights, your energy level should actually improve and your health would improve. And that's as a direct result of increasing your mitochondria. So you can imagine what would happen to your life and your health and your energy if you decide, I'm going to start doing some high-intensity exercise, and I'm also going to do some detoxification. And I'm going to also take some of the sugar or all of it and the processed foods out of my diet. And then you look at your life and go, wow, I wonder what I could accomplish when I actually have all of my systems working so great. So I'm hoping that this is actually inspiring and motivating you to even choose one thing that you could start to focus on this week that would make a difference for you. 
Now, what else do mitochondria do? They just make you feel more energized because they're making energy for all of your body systems, but also for you. So that you often don't feel if you're digesting food right and you don't feel if you're absorbing your calcium or your B vitamins. That's not something that you're going to be able to feel, but what people can walk around feeling is what your energy level is. And if you're one of these people that goes, I'm just tired and as I get older, I just get more and more tired or maybe you're even a young person you're only 15 and you're dragging all the time and you're tired well there can be multiple reasons for that but one great big reason is overload of environmental toxins and damage to your mitochondria so you wouldn't expect that you're going to have this real energized day if your mitochondria are each cell has actually half of what they should have you're just going to peter out you're going to need to take naps a lot and be a little bit slow and maybe not thinking very clearly as well. So this this idea of being fatigued, that's something that people can feel day in and day out. Now, what are some other symptoms of toxicity overload? I mentioned one, fatigue. Another one would be sleep disturbance. And that could be any kind of disturbance like inability to get to sleep, inability to stay to sleep, stay sleeping, or it could be a sleep disturbance where you're sleeping all the time. But toxicity overload would definitely be affecting somebody's sleep. GI distress. So I already talked about an inability to digest your food and break it down. Other GI distresses that you would actually feel would be things like irritable bowel syndrome or you have uh, diarrhea alternating with constipation or say that you're always constipated or you have diarrhea on a chronic basis or you have excessive gas. Those would all be things that would fall under GI dis- distress and that could be a symptom of toxicity overload. Headaches, allergy symptoms, confusion, and anxiety. These are all things that happen to people on a regular basis. I think if you were in a room and you just walked around and talked to people, you would easily find that most people in the room have at least one of these things going on. And if you, if you have any of these things going on, it doesn't mean that the only reason you would have it would be toxicity overload. It just means that when you are overloaded with toxins, these are some of the most common symptoms that people would associate with that. And now, I'm mentioning all this about environmental toxins, and we might go, well, where are those exactly found? And you might wonder, well, I don't think I'm really exposed to anything like that. But in fact, environmental toxins are found everywhere. So even where you are now, if you're in your car or you're sitting at your office, look around and ask yourself if there's any plastic that you can see anywhere. And I'm going to guess that it's everywhere. Wherever you are, there's going to be plastic anywhere. So in plastics, we find a lot of environmental toxins, and those would often be categorized under the category of xenoestrogens or kind of like a fake estrogen molecules that that look like estrogen to your body and they actually go into your body and can bind to estrogen sep- receptors and cause hormone troubles. And that could be hormone troubles for children, for men, for women, and uh, babies are actually born with these chemicals already in their bodies just because of the exposure that the mother has with plastics. 
So something that we would recommend is that you don't even attempt to live a life without plastic because it's just a reality of life. However, you might be able to take certain excess plastics out of your lifestyle. And one of those would be if you're microwaving food in a plastic container, we'd recommend not doing that. So if you put something in the microwave, maybe it would be in something like glass instead or maybe even not using the microwave at all. If you're storing food in the refrigerator or somewhere else, we would recommend just replacing all of your plastic storage containers with glass. So that's a pretty easy thing for people to do, and that would be a daily habit that might make a little bit of difference in your toxin load. Another one would be water bottles. So we know that it's unrealistic to think that you're never going to ever drink out of plastic, but if you have a special water bottle that you use day in and day out, maybe consider using a glass jar instead or some sort of metal that doesn't uh, leach out any sort of chemicals. But glass jars are working better for more and more people. And if you need to use the plastic once in a while, it's more of a once in a while thing than a daily uh, routine for you. Now, environmental toxins are also found in the water, and there we have uh, residues of prescription drugs and runoff from companies that are dumping chemicals that find their way into the water, which, of course, our water is going to be filtered and cleaned, but the the cities have an acceptable level of toxins that they allow in there. And lots of people may say, well, those are just really, really tiny quantities, and that's not really going to hurt anybody. But lots and lots of scientists and researchers have found, researchers have found that even in tiny, 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 tiny doses, that these chemicals can still cause major hormone disruption for not only humans, but also animals who are living and using and drinking and bathing in this water. So we can't really get away from water. We want to drink as pure of water as possible. So I suggest that everybody should look into some sort of water filtration system for water that you drink. And also, if you can swing it, filter the water that even comes into your house that you're showering in. Prescription drugs are also classified as environmental toxins. And they would be classified that way because most prescription drugs need to be metabolized and detoxified through your liver. So when you're taking those, that's putting an added burden onto your liver to change the molecule and then eliminate it out of your body. And then environmental toxins are also found in pesticides that are all over most of our food. And unfortunately, they're still even found on on organic food. So we want to still purchase organic food and maybe grow your own own organic food. But the reality is is that there are these pesticides that are blowing around in the air and they, they end up landing on everything that we have. So we certainly still want to go for the organic food, but you're still going to need to wash that and clean it and know that you're not going to be living in a sterile environment without any toxins. The toxins are also in the air we breathe, so a a bunch of mercury in the air and all kinds of things that are in the air we breathe, and we don't walk around with air detoxifiers right now, and so we just know that we're breathing toxins in. 
And then we have fish and in the oceans, the lots and lots of toxins that are filled in our waters. And so what we see is that we really have toxins that are affecting us everywhere. And so it's not at all a question of, I wonder if I have toxins in me, because we all do, and we're all quite filled with toxins. And when we think about goals for ourselves, we would never have a goal to get all of the toxins out of our body. And that would be really wonderful. It's just that it's very, it's extremely unrealistic and pretty much impossible to do that. So instead, what we think about is let's just lower the toxin burden on our bodies by not exposing ourselves to excess unnecessary toxins that we can have a choice to avoid. That would be one thing. And then the other one would be to do some sort of detox program on a regular basis and I've already mentioned some of those and that's to restore your magnesium that's already going to help your liver to detoxify better and to start to get out foods out of your diet that are adding excess chemicals and using up minerals in your body which would be the sugar and the processed foods and also alcohol People often ask about alcohol and they say, oh, Jeannie, is alcohol good or bad? And I tell them I'm not going to answer that question like that. That's something that you're going to have to decide for yourself. And you need to be educated on really what alcohol is doing for you. And to understand that alcohol is seen by your body as a toxin. So alcohol is not a nutrient that your body is going to have you ingest. And then it's going to say, well, you're providing me with nutrients and I'm going to actually use this for cellular energy production it, it that's not how your body sees alcohol it's going to see it as a toxin it needs to go through your liver your liver will metabolize it with various enzymes and also minerals and then it will eliminate it and so you're going to just have to ask yourself if that's worth it to you or not and so I'm not going to make that decision for you. You're going to decide that just like you make your own decisions about if you're going to eat sugar or not, if you're going to eat processed foods, if you're going to eat preservatives and chemicals. That You just need to educate yourself on what those things are and what it does to your body. And then you can make the educated choice for yourself of how you're going to handle your life and how it's going to work for you. And we just have a quick discussion here something that we've talked about in past radio shows and that's about your wonderful organs of elimination that you were already born with and those are your kidneys your colon your lungs your skin and your lymph all of those organs you have for a variety of reasons but one of the biggest reasons you have those is because they help you to eliminate excess acid and excess toxins out of your body And so when those people often would say to me, Jeannie, I don't think you understand that people are actually born with methods of detoxification. You don't have to do any sort of cleanse or detox. This is what they're talking about. And that part of that conversation that they bring up is absolutely correct. And so if we just run through those quickly, kidneys, that would be the first one that we discuss. And kidneys are very, very important that you have water that's going through your system and that you're peeing throughout the day on a regular basis. That's helping you to eliminate excess acid and excess toxins through your body. So if you think, well, I'm I'm not going to drink clear water. I'm just going to be drinking milk and I'm going to drink pop and um, I'm not going to even drink very much of that. And you don't pee for 8 hours or 12 hours in the day. And when you do pee, it's super duper 
uh, stinky pee and it's really, really yellow, you're, you're somebody that's, that you're not assisting your kidneys in detoxifying because you're not flushing your system with water. So this would be the first thing that you want to help is drink plenty of water so that when you pee, you have a little bit more clear urine and it doesn't smell and you go on pee on a regular basis oh and you know it looks like it's time for a break so we'll be back soon to finish our discussion here but remember we're taking callers 1-866-472-5792 Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Ready for in-your-face, smash-mouth talk? Want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about? Either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go? You're not going to be shy here. Tune into Anything Goes featuring Ike Mega Griffin. He's got the facts to back up the talk and invites you to join him every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, just before the weekend on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Mega tells it like it is. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Body Balance Talk. To reach us with your questions and comments, please call into the program today at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to info at mybodybalancenutrition.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Body Balance Talk. This is Lucy along with Madeline and Jeannie. Before the break, we were talking about the organs of elimination and talking about the kidneys. What are the other organs of elimination? Yeah, the next one is the colon. So that just involves pooping. And you want to be sure that you're pooping at least once a day. And here in the studio, we end up talking about poop quite a bit. And, um, you know, at first people often don't really want to bring that topic up, but the kind of the more you get into that, you find that it really changes your life once you, if you're somebody who's been constipated and you actually start pooping. People feel so much better and one of the big reasons is that you're just getting those toxins out of your body. And if they're sitting in your colon, you actually reabsorb them and they get recirculated into your bloodstream and it makes people feel sluggish and not so good, maybe even headachey. And so that's something to put attention on. If you're not taking advantage of the colon and pooping a minimum of once a day, you want to get that going for you. 
And lungs would be the next one. Lungs, when you're breathing and breathing heavy, you're actually breathing off the carbon dioxide and getting rid of acid in your body. And breathing means that you, you would be doing some special breathing exercises or maybe you're exercising or when you're at your desk, everybody right now sit up straight. <laughs> yep. So if you're slouching like that, it's hard to take deep breaths. And then those toxins actually accumulate in you. So all of this about sitting up straight, breathe, exercise, go to the bathroom, poop, all these would all be things that maybe your grandmother would tell you growing up. So none of this stuff is new. It's age old. Skin would be another organ of elimination and through your skin is the largest organ in your body. You lose sweat, and in sweat comes out toxins. So that would mean exercising enough that you sweat, or maybe you live somewhere where it's hot all the time and you're sweating, or maybe you're sweating from doing a sauna. Lymph would be the last one. Lymph carries toxins, dumps them into your lymph nodes, and then they, they, the toxins actually leave then out through the colon. But if you're not moving your body, meaning contracting your muscles, even if you just walk around, that will move your lymph. So people that are inactive and don't move, if you're sitting at your desk for four hours straight, what I would suggest is maybe get up every 10 minutes, just stand up or stand at your desk for a little bit or put your arms overhead and take a deep breath and move. Just get your muscles moving a little bit. That will actually move your lymph and help you with that organ of elimination. And then we have your big organ of detoxification, which is your liver. And our liver is what is responsible for taking these chemicals. So if you just envision these chemicals are floating around into your bloodstream, lots of them are sequestered out into your fat, but we've got some that are out into your bloodstream and eventually that blood makes its way through the liver. And you can't just eliminate chemicals the way they are. So if you've ever seen a chemical structure, you can just imagine something in your mind. You've got a chemical structure and what your liver is responsible for doing is putting on some other molecules right on that molecule. So putting on, adding other atoms, adding other molecules on and then then it changes the polarity, which it doesn't even matter if you know what that is. You can just think it makes that molecule real heavy so that it can be eliminated then out through the colon or out through your kidneys. But your liver has to put something on that chemical molecule or it has to change it in some way so your body can eliminate it. And changing that molecule would be what you would call that's metabolism or biotransformation. And so your liver has a great big job of taking all these chemicals that don't belong in your body, changing the chemicals so that you can actually eliminate it out. And it takes a variety of enzymes to do that, and it takes minerals to do that. And so this is why we had the discussion about minerals at the beginning of the show, because say that you're real low in minerals, well then these chemicals are going through your liver and they say, okay, it's time for me to have magnesium. I'm going to need that in order to change this molecule. But guess what? There's not any magnesium available. So guess what? You actually can't biotransform that molecule and it cannot be eliminated and it starts clogging up your liver. So the liver starts to get filled with more and more toxins until it spills over into the bloodstream. And then that's when people feel, I just feel 
feel toxic. And I think that I've talked to lots of people where maybe they've eaten certain food or they've been around paint fumes or they've been around some sort of thing where they go, oh my God, I just, I just feel toxic. And I think that most people can relate to that feeling. Or maybe if you've had too much alcohol to drink and you go, oh yeah, I have a, ha- I have a hangover. I have a headache and I just feel toxic. Well, what that is, is your liver just isn't able to keep up with it and get those toxins out of your system and they're actually backing up in you and making you feel kind of sick. So we just want to understand that that's the job that your liver has and it's a great big job and it can get overloaded real easy. And we have genetic differences in how well that we can detoxify. So some people have a little bit of trouble with certain detoxification enzymes and other people have real great ones and they detoxify better. And so we find kind of big differences and changes in between people in their ability to detoxify uh, various chemicals. And now... How can you assist your body in detoxification? Because you've got your organs of elimination, you've got the liver, so we've got all of these great, great organs to help us out. But when we're overloaded, how can we actually assist the body? Well, one of them is to actually do something called an infrared sauna. So I just mentioned about sweating, how it's great to sweat and toxins actually come out in the sweat. But there's a big difference between something that's called an infrared sauna and then a sauna or a steam room that is just simply hot. And so if we just go back and look at an infrared sauna, that's going to have two parts to it. And the first part are these infrared heat waves, that it's a special wavelength that's going to penetrate through your skin about an inch or an inch and a half, and it reaches into your fat cells and helps your fat to release toxins. Okay, then the second part of that sauna is actually the heat. So if you happen to go into an infrared sauna, there's those two parts, and you're not really going to see that in there, but you just need to know that an infrared sauna uses those special infrared waves to help your fat cells to release the toxins, and then you want to have that heat so that you can sweat and the toxins actually come out in your sweat. Now, with an infrared sauna, though, you don't have to have it super-duper hot, like 170 degrees, in order for you to sweat and have a good detox session in there. And that's one of the huge benefits of an infrared sauna. If you go into a really, really hot sauna and your heart rate starts elevating up and you feel a little bit uh, maybe like panicky or kind of uncomfortable in there, that's actually a stressful environment for people, especially for elderly people or people that are a little bit frail or people that have heart trouble or even high blood pressure. That's not going to be a good effect for those people. And so an infrared sauna gives you the opportunity to do a tremendous amount of detoxing without high heat. And in fact, if you're doing an infrared sauna and you go in there and you start to have those effects like your heart starts pounding and you feel a little bit lightheaded like you might faint and you're looking at the clock and you can't stand it in there, then what you need to do is open up the door and let it cool down a little bit. Even if you open it up about an inch or a half an inch, You need to let it cool down a little bit so your goal in an infrared sauna is to actually not be uncomfortable 
at all. It should be a pleasant experience where you have sweat that's just dripping. It's dripping off of your head. It's dripping from your armpits. It's just dripping off of you, but your heart rate is not elevated and you're not panting and you're not lightheaded. So an infrared sauna would be a great practice or habit for people to adopt who are interested in ongoing detoxification. And we have one of those infrared saunas here in the studio that some of our clients use. But what we recommend for people is if you can swing it to get your own at home. Because we say, you know, we love to see people here in the studio and that's nice. But, you know, you're going to live to be another 30 or 40 or 50 years. And maybe you're going to want to just do this at home. So we suggest people look into that and consider investing in one at home and doing that maybe three times a week or even every day on your own. This would be a way for you to do continuous detox for yourself and see your health improve over time. Now, another... Another form of detoxification we use here and we recommend is something called an ion cleanse. And this would be something that's a, a foot bath. You put your feet in it. It runs some ions into your body, which hook up to chemicals and toxins in your body. And then that ion shifts. So they go in and they're positive ions. They hook to the toxins. The electrodes shift to the negative and then they pull the toxins out, out of your feet. And that water turns into a brownish, orangish, yellowish, greasy, bubbly sludge that looks like it's uh, kind of looks like, like a sewage. swamp. <laughs> yep, like, like an icky, bubbly swamp. And those are toxins that are being pulled out from your feet. And what's, what we recommend is if you're going to, we have one of these at the studio as well, but we, again, just like the sauna, recommend maybe you get one of these on your own because doing two or three of these, that's real nice, but where you're really going to get the benefit is if you do this on an ongoing basis. And if you're going to look into this, we suggest a company called A Major Difference. And their website is amajordifference.com. And um, we've been working with this company for over 12 years, and it's it's very reputable. There are a lot of different companies making ion cleanse machines that um, <clears throat> aren't, aren't quite so reputable as this company. We've uh, really admired the way that they do business and the research that they do on their products and the research that they do in detoxification. And so we recommend that you check that out if you're looking into an ion cleanse. And something important to know about an ion cleanse, because we hear a number of, of different people bad-mouthing them, because they say, you know what, that doesn't work, because if you put that electrode in water, the water changes color whether your feet are in it or not. And that's absolutely true. If you just put that electrode in the water and turn it on and don't put your feet or anything in there, the water will change color. And it will change. It depends on the minerals in the water that you have there, wherever you're getting your water from. But the water will be clear. It will be like a clear yellow or orange color. Um, but if you put your feet in there, it's not clear at all. It's all cloudy and it's bubbly and it's greasy. There's multiple colors in there. It's a, 
enormous difference between if you put your feet in there or if you only put the electrodes in there and it changes this nice light orange color. So I just like to put that out there because it's something that we hear a lot. And I think people don't really check into the research on this. But one of the great, great benefits of the IN cleanse is that when you're sitting there actually doing it, It does remove toxins from your body, and that's really wonderful. However, the great benefit from the Ion Cleanse is that it helps your body to feel as though it's safe for your fat cells and your body to actually release those toxins. So you need to understand that we're all filled with these toxins, and if your body just simply just decided to let go of all of those, you could be very, very sick or even die. And so your body has built-in mechanisms that prevent you from just releasing toxins right out into your bloodstream. The Ion Cleanse sets it up in a way that tells your body, you know what, it's safe to start to release toxins. And so what we find is that it works synergistic with other forms of detoxification. So whatever else you're doing, like avoiding the sugar and the processed foods, maybe you're supplementing with minerals, maybe you're doing the sauna, it's actually going to make all of that work so, so, so much better. Oh, it's time to wrap up our show. Such an interesting topic today. Now, I want to back up real quick. The sauna that we would recommend, the brand is High Tech Health International. That's a very good quality one designed for detox. Now, everyone, remember to mark your calendar for next Friday, January 31st, when Michael Larson will be our guest talking about gut bacteria, health, and autism. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in this week. Join Jeannie, Lucy, and Madeline for another edition of Body Balance Talk next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, listen to yourself and make it a healthy life ahead. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.